Party people in the place to be. You are tuned in to the number one pop culture podcast on the planet. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Zero Conditions Podcast. How we doing? How we feeling? My name is Excel Joab, a.k.a. The Real, and I'm back in the studio. Whoa, my mic wants to disgrace me. <laughs> and I'm back in the studio with the crew. My crew is not complete this week. Um... <laughs> My like Motolani is out in the UK. Um representing London Gear. Representing Afrobeats out there. But more importantly, it's chilling with Madame. So oh, shout out shout out to you. <laughs> we don't know if you traveled for work or pleasure. We can't tell from the Instagram post you put. We can't tell. You know, but shout out to you. Shout out to the soft launch. You know. Oh, good exam. Soft launch of Bay. I love it when niggas just soft launch yeah. Love a soft launch just, situation. You know, just take it. Without <laughs> explaining, just oh, here's this random person in the slides. <laughs> that is not so random. Ah! And we have in the studio the incredible Melody Hassan. As always, it's my second week calling Melody Incredible. Sick. And she's always looking at me straight when I call her incredible me? because she's really always used to me incredible. insulting her. <laughs> And now that I'm not in Southern, I'm, I'm, I'm taking the approach of peace. Aww. Taking the approach of love. Oh, so you know, cute. She, she can't handle it. Uh, but, you know, whatever. Fuck you, Melody. Um, <laughs> yeah. And we have an amazing guest in the building. The one and only Kalo. How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? I want to point out that it's Kalo. But it's me. <laughs> exactly. I was just saying, why are you saying Kalo? It's Kalo. You know the funny thing is. But it's a common... It's a common Thing yeah, yeah, to yeah. Because because I, I meet different people that tell. So for example, the people that first put me onto your music, mm-hmm. they probably called me Kalo. Was K, is Kalo? They called you. Yeah, Dustin Trues. It's better. The, the, the it's good they didn't say Kalu. Some people. Some people do say Kalu. You do do. Yeah. You say you do do like that. Yeah. You do do like that. Wait, seriously, people have called you Carlos. Yeah, Cal- Carlos is also Carlos. Where's the S? Carlos Santana. Carlos. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, there's no R in the name. Oh it's like where? God. But it does happen. You oh. so Kelo is the best of all of them. But yeah, yeah, uh, yeah you take yeah. Kelo over everything else. Yeah, but it's actually yeah. Kalo. Yeah, Kalo. Yes, Kalo. it's Kalo. Kalo. Yeah. Kalo. But yeah. Kalo, like of all the worst ways. To of go, all the worst ways, Kalo is Kalo is the best. You know what? Food. I could. It could be Kelo. Yeah, yeah. It could I'm be Kelo today. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That works. That works. That works. How you mm-hmm. doing? I'm good. Congrats on the release of your new album. Thank you. Um, Thank you very much. What was it like during a listening party in Lagos? Because that's your first. <laughs> <laughs> what was that like? Uh, well, I'd like to say shout out Jägermeister and Belea because woo, <laughs> I, I I would like to think I remember some some of the events that wow. occurred. Um, wow. I want to say people were there. Wow. People attended. Wow. Knobs were turned. Wow. Bass was turned up. Mm. Yeah. And that's that's all I can so inform it was so you about. That night. Yeah. That's all I can let you know because that's all, all you remember. I'm sure you were like partying hard, yeah. you know. When you're yeah. part, I think that's when you are callow. When you are like Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's when the hands are in the air. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. All right. Um real quick, real quick. Um a lot of people this week, Melody have blocked me up and down oh. that in real life oh, 
that for different reasons. One, there are people that blocked me in church after church on Sunday that about what? the top ten rappers listing that happened. That one is but they all <laughs> but they all follow it up with um emails like the way you people harass me and say i don't read the emails you guys send. someone sent me a message saying that when i check the emails you're not as plenty the emails are not as much as the accusations (laughs) so you want to wait till there's a mobile side yeah let let, let it let it match Uh, let's rack it up but we'll we'll read some emails tonight so you know no no fear calm down everybody calm down forgive us forgive and forget um we were having such a fun time before we officially rolled the cameras. We're always doing that. We were having such a fun time. Um, Carlo, for someone who is making dance music, ooh, I don't know why, as I said that, something came to mind. Like something flashed. Okay, what, what I flashed? I remember your billboard uh, article? Inter- article interview yeah. where you said you were no longer... like. So the headline was what got my attention. Yeah, like you said you will no longer be users. Full disclaimer: I did not write the headline, but they, you know they gotta get the clicks. Yeah. <laughs> what the headline said, so but like, that was the summary. Says I will no longer be used as something for the DJs. Or as yeah, explain that situation. I didn't understand it. Um. Well, essentially, in that, uh, I don't know about local you, but in international dance music community. It's very much DJ first, vocalist second. So you even got to a point where I started actually resenting that term vocalist. Like mm. my PR people are like fully banned from using that term vocalist because it kind of like limits you down to, oh yeah, just there to put some vocals that they can replace you with anybody. But the thing, this is where they fucked around and this is where they find out. Wait, can, can you, you cuss can on curse this? You can. Okay, you can cuss on this. Oh, well, sure. Fuck it, fuck, fuck, fuck. Okay, wonderful. So, <laughs> now that we've gotten that out of the way. Yeah, so it got to a point where um, my vocals are very distinct because, you know, you have my Nigerian accents, you have a little bit of New York in there. And then, you know, there's a little... I think the British is only in there because of the colonial influence. You know understand? Because they're like, oh my God, how long did you grow up in London? It's like, I've never... That's, that's never <laughs> happened before. I'm not British in any capacity. In any capacity or form exactly so it's just type of thing where um for me they couldn't like replace me so i went like beyond being a vocalist you know so um i learned the very hard way that um in dance music you are just the vocalist and you're just meant to be like kind of like in the background like you know how Eurodance is like trending on TikTok right now, yes, it is. and sometimes even in the music videos, the person who sang the song is not even not, in the yeah. music video. Yeah. It's just yes. some like blonde hot girl, right? So that's like how dance music Loki is, where it's like you're just supposed to be like Prop. heard but not seen, which is the opposite, right? Yeah. And I learned that the very 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 hard way. So yeah, eventually I was like, oh y'all just want to put me in the baby in the corner. I'm not. Uh, I, I I love attention, so oh. I can't be in the corner. It's literally impossible. I'm mad. Yeah, what? I mean, look at me. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> what drew you to dance music? Why dance music? Because y- you you were born and raised here. Yes. It's not like I mean, it's not like dance music is big here. I gotta explain. Yeah, I had bills to pay. I had bills to pay. I had bills to pay. I love the original, the honesty. Go yes. Ahead. So what had happened was I had bills to pay, and also um, because 
I would like do these like I was making like alternative R&B like alter Ooh. R&B fully like in that space but then I would like have these breakdowns where maybe vocally I couldn't hit the notes and I actually did start out originally as a rapper shout out Ikechuku because he was like my mentor back then Ikechuku yeah oh. <laughs> so um, he was like because then I was like 15, 16 trying to rap like hard shit on like glocks in your face ratatata Ratata. And he was like, you, um, you 16. You, don't do that. You grew up in Lekki or whatever. Like, re- <laughs> you know what I'm like, you're not about that life, chill. Um, so then I found my sound and it was more like talk rap. Mm-hmm. So I would like do that talk rap thing over like alternative R&B stuff. And then on SoundCloud, I started getting like message from all these DJs asking, oh, can you do this talk rap section over yeah. like a house beat? So it's not that I went out actively seeking it. It's just that it just, it fell on my lap. I see. That's the yeah. one out. And I just so happened to be amazing at it. Yeah, you do. Actually. <laughs> I don't mind. You do. You yeah. do. Um, I find it very interesting because nine, so in the Nigerian music space we one thing that's lacking is um education like and um, when i say mm-hmm. education I'm, I'm specifically referring to history yeah, yeah, yeah um because we've had people in the past mm-hmm. from the 60s the 70s that dabbled in yeah you know Other genres. electronic yeah dance music Shout out William <laughs> he's literally the poster boy for, for that, that yeah. yeah um you know and so to see to see that shout out shout out shout out the cameraman <laughs> so to see that to see that we've gotten to a point now where you know Popular. present day and there's someone like Carlo. Um, Grammy nominated. I, I, I think that this is like would be like a very good time for for we to, for us to like talk about like Kalo Kalo because I feel like both of us were very much aware of who she is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like for the audience, maybe we should just give them like a quick rundown of Kalo as. Uh, an I don't artist. mind taking a backseat while y'all talk about that. Uh, no. <laughs> oh, you mean I have to say it? Yeah. No. <laughs> you just remind me of a story that you just said something that that made me laugh. Like a story of like. A, uh, 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 a label exec that was giving me a Motolani gist and it was like the artist they, they just dropped the projects so on the day of release like the night midnight mm-hmm. right the project is out the, that artist goes and tells the people on the team like hey the project is out we got here shout mm-hmm. out to everybody what a team what a great team mm-hmm. I'm just gonna take a back seat now oh. you know, let you all do your thing and they were like what? <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but shouldn't they do their thing? I mean, but the project just came out. That's even when, like, the battle, that's the battle when, just started. That's half the battle. Like, see, see, Carlo is out here. Look at me. Yeah. <laughs> She's out here at night. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so, yeah, man. speaking about Carlo, she just dropped a body of work, Pain, Pleasure. Yeah. Yes, it's like a, it's, it's not like a, it's a dance album that I have listened to that I think you should listen to. She's a Nigerian born, but not living in Nigeria any longer. I live here, Loki. I live here, Loki. You live here, Loki. When? She's a global citizen. That's yes, where I get my she... bar. That's where I get my money. That's, it? Where? That's where the... I get my money. In Nigeria? Outside of Nigeria. Outside We're going to get to that conversation. <laughs> but yeah, she's a dope artist. And if you haven't listened to her body of work, um, Paying Pleasure, uh-huh. you should go check it out. She's a, she's, she's, 
she's really dope. She used to be Nigerian, but no longer Nigerian. But she's a global citizen. She's a global citizen. Global. And she's, she's, oh, you know, I'll take that. We she's done that. a couple of things. You, you've worked with Selena Gomez, um, yeah. you know, Grammy. It's like, girl, you popping. Yeah. She's really cool. I just love it. Can I take your home? <laughs> <laughs> so go check her out. Her name is Kalo. Yeah, just do like ASMR, like talk about me all night. <laughs> well, yeah, so yeah, we can continue. First of all, that's something I don't understand. What? ASMR. I'd like, it's nice. It's so soothing. I don't understand. It, What's that? Yeah. It's like when... You don't know ASMR. Like, no. I'm not going to tell you what it is. When you go home, I'll remind you tomorrow. Just go on YouTube. You know what I'm saying? ASMR videos. Yeah, ASMR videos. I I kid you not, you'll be calm in like. But melody is melody. I feel like it's the kind of thing you would like. Uh-huh. Ah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Is the you are yeah. Going to sleep right now. Yeah. Someone is like someone could set up a mic and just be making intricate like sounds. sounds. Like sounds. Oh, I, I think yeah. that'll be cool. Like, that'll be, be cool. Like, Oh, yeah. Yeah. okay. Yeah, I feel, okay. I feel like that shit is crazy, but people love it. Like, yeah, really, really love. I used to think it was trash. To sleep. Yeah, I used to think it was trash, and then I was like, oh, this kind of. It really calms the anxiety. I see. It does. Yeah, oh, I wouldn't take her out actually. All right, let's get into early Kalo. Right, let's let me. Kalo. Ka- 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 <laughs> I'm in the war zone. It's okay, I'm but it's okay. I would say I'll be Kalo for him. I will be Kalo for except you be Kalo. Okay, cool. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's what we do. Yeah, because he's used to it, and I get it. Because literally, there are people who have known me for years who call me Kalo. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, and I'm one of those people. Yeah, forgive me, <laughs> forgive my sins. Um, let's start from like your music influences, right? Yes. Who mm-hmm. are the people that? Because those people still play a huge part, even though you sort of stumbled into dance. Oh so, yes, yes, yes. I stumbled into dance. That's very accurate. Yeah, you sort I of think. stumbled into dance. But um, I'm sure that those influences will still they're yeah. still there they're, they're still but that's the thing because I stumbled into it the influences are not really dance influences yeah. and I think that's what makes me unique in the space I agree because a lot of my influences as I said like when I said I was a rapper you know what I'm saying yeah I was in secondary school I was trying to be a rapper I thought it was hard you know what I'm saying so it was like tribesmen it was like um, Two Shots and Big Low. It was the Ketchuko and Edo C. Like, no, I would like, never. See. You understand? Big, I could never predict that Two Shots and Big Low will come out of your nah, mouth. Nah, yo, Two Shots is hard. That, that, that means she's rooted in this. She's, she's I was rooted like in, in there. Shape. Like, you know when Jimmy Jack used to do those um, jump, jump offs jump at off. Silver Bear? Like, and he would like go and everybody yeah, would, yeah, yeah. It was like hard. A new metro. Oh, I'm showing my age. Why oh my God. Yes, yes, yes. yes why you're, why you're to the delivery. internet. <laughs> crazy. Yeah. The people who have a foundation in hip hop or rap and even attempt, attempted it. Yes. Whatever genres they end up in, yeah. delivery wise. It's always different. Yeah. Delivery wise. It's different. Yeah, because it's like then you learn, because obviously those people are inspired by like, you know, earlier. Because if we had to like really take it back, like really deep into my influences, influencers, I'd yeah. be influencers. No, no, your, your yeah. my influ- influencers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. Then it would be like Slick Rick, Farside, um, uh, who else? Like uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony, like wow. all yeah. that type of. It would, yeah, it would be like, you'd be going like really now deep. Now I feel like a toddler. I'm so sorry. That's, it's cool. That's just, incredible. I apologize for making you feel this cool. Yeah, so it's like, I, I then the way they will now like make it like home. You know, and like the cadence that they would now use yeah. is what then was programmed into. Did like, you like? Did you like Terry G? No. <laughs> no offense. No offense to Terry G. 
No offense, Terry G. I, I apologize sincerely to nah, Terry G. Don't and like his people, I would have. I would have. <laughs> Predicted you would say no. How? Why? How? How? I don't know why. Exactly. Like how someone just literally sat here and said, "Nato, see, you know my No, no, no. no. She has called it now. But like, if you had caught me on a day and and said, "Try and guess who I," I don't know. My mind would have gone to. No, I wouldn't have actually. (sighs) So who else? That is shocking. Hey, come on, (laughs) come on, hold it, hold up, hold up. But but this 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 actually explains it. In terms of like um, your approach to dance music, the way you deliver yeah. your music, it explains a lot. Because yeah, because traditional do you approach. So yeah. it's just like way. that was the original like inspiration, and that's what I was doing. And then people are like, "Oh, this sounds unique," because obviously, like I'm not rapping in like oh maybe full on pigeon or whatever, and I'm not rapping like I'm just using my regular cadence because i think that's why i like to use two shorts and like ikechuku or even mi ah fuck i should have said mi because mi is up there too and like when they came on and like because i remember when i first heard safe like you know that first mi song that safe song how he was just using that song Ah! i I was just like what is this what is this what is this i had to like i think there's a facebook message i messaged um uh, who was it that produced that song? Let me check if I ever messaged Emma as a kid. I messaged Emma as a kid and I messaged, <laughs> I think T.Y. Mix was the hot producer. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, please, please work with me. I was like, <laughs> I was like I'm 13. I don't, I don't have any clue. But please, I will do anything <laughs> right now. There's, there's something that I did not say when, she just said this thing. And yeah. I don't I did not say when the Jazzy came here. Yeah. Oh, I said it now. No, I don't think he said it. Maybe I didn't tell you. Camera, I think. I used to text the Jazzy uh-huh. when I was in uni. Oh. Hi, Don Jazzy. Hi, Don Jazzy. <laughs> Hi, my name is Melody. I know that someday hey. I am going to meet. And guess what you did, though? Oh, <laughs> my God. I didn't have to tell him that day because if he goes through his Twitter DM, he will see a mask. The mask will be more bullshit. And he used to reply me, oh. Uh, I, hope, I hope I see you at the front. But then hey. he probably appreciated it at the time, you yeah, know. Because yeah, yeah. going back to those messages, my grandma was so horrible. Oh, no. <laughs> and I'm telling him, one, I tell him like random, random shit like, Don Jazzy, too deep. Somebody did this. And I'm so shy. Yeah, that was People, me whisking yeah, on Twitter. I was like, I, I had a bad day at school. Yeah, like, I, know. <laughs> I, yeah, had yeah, yeah, I was telling my yeah, because that was like, that was like my boo at that time. <laughs> He used to reply. Oh yeah, and he used to reply. He was like, oh, hope you had a good day today. I'm like, now that you replied me, it's I feel so much better. better. Oh my God. I had that face too. I had that face. Yeah. So, um, back to the influences. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Like, it was so fascinating to me. And me in my little, like, 12, 13-year-old, like, era phase. Because I could also sing. You know, I could sing really well. Hmm. But then, like, I was just like, ah. There's some things that you can't exp- express melody. Like you have to like spit a heart like 16 or something. 16 bars. To, you know what I'm saying? Get them 16 bars. You know, get them some shit. <laughs> so I'll now stand outside New Metro. DJ Jimmy Jack is out there. And I'll be like, I have this CD. I've bought this CD. I put my little demos on it. And then like, I because there were like young people doing it. So there was like Bonafide Crew. Yeah. And like all them. So like, it was like, it was like amazing. It was so like, inspiring that like because before that and before like even tribesmen came on and they were doing mm-hmm. their own stuff like mm-hmm. there wasn't really i don't know this is my own 
little bubble of opinion. There wasn't really a rap scene, you know? So, like, they now came and the way they were now, like, because think about Sasha on that um, Oya song, her verse, yeah. how she comes on and yeah. she's spinning bars like Eve. And it's just like, damn, you know, like, it was like amazing to me at the yeah. time. So, like, being able to, so even how House, I won't say, found me was honestly because then I went to the studio with Riton, who I used to work with at the time. And he was like, oh, you should do stuff over this type of a beat. And I was yeah. like, I don't know what to do on this type of a song. It doesn't really fit what I'm trying to do. Yeah. And he was like, oh, because um, I was used to this stuff they would play on like MTV Bass, MTV yeah. Africa and all that. And I remember they used to play this lady, hear me tonight. Like, and I was like, all, all the songs I know, Sha, they repeat. Like, yeah. that, and then just till I can get my satisfaction. It's always yeah. like a repeating yeah. looping. It doesn't, there's no verse, chorus, hook, pre, blah, blah, blah. So I was like, it just sounds like a repeating thing. And he was just like, yeah, just write something that repeats. And that's what I wrote in my notes. And I, then I wrote rinse and repeat based off of like December in Lagos and what that feels like and I went home that day and I decided I'm moving to Lagos because I was like this song is not, it's not going anywhere it's not going to pop so here convinced. I was so convinced the song was not going to do anything because yeah. even in house like at the time it was when like all those like tin, 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 tin. it was yeah. like that was <laughs> what house was at the yeah. time and if you listen to Rinse R&B it's a very stripped back laid back song and I was just like this song ain't going to do nothing I moved back to Lagos I made up my mind that week and then I moved and then two months after I moved is when the song started taking off in like Europe and all that and then boom my life changed and I'm here so, so your life changed when you came out to Lagos and decided to leave Lagos I moved wow. to Lagos I was here how long from I was here until I had a job I was working at all these Yabakon Valley um, offices and then as what th- I was doing marketing digital marketing okay okay and then um, they used to even deliver my plaques and all my certificates to my office. Me and my co-workers would open it together. Shout out Ooh. the team. <laughs> but then I wanted to go to the Grammys and they wouldn't let me go. They were like, oh, you've been flying too much. You said you would only fly once in a while. And then remote work was still very short. You know how now everybody's yeah. like working remote. But then I, this was 2015. I was working remote. And they were like, nah. And I was like, okay, I gotta go. Bye. <laughs> Toodles. Bye. Since you I, like I gotta me. go to the Grammys. <laughs> Whoopsie. Whoopsie. <laughs> but so, as are you doing this? Like, are you doing like your music scene as an indie artist or you're signed to your record label? Um. So I had. So that's another thing with dance. Like, a lot of dance artists don't like sign themselves. They sign their singles. So I had singles signed to labels. Yeah. Yeah. But. Like for the body of work, the pain pleasure one is oh, but, so but so I myself right now I'm signed to Epic Records. So you're not an indie artist. No, you're not an indie artist. I'm signed to a major label Sony. that controls because Sony the conglomerate. <laughs> but how has that me and <laughs> all that my me? and everything I say? It's and everything I yeah. say. <laughs> but how has that been? Because for a couple of days and weeks now in Nigeria mm-hmm. you know record labels have not been getting uh, good yeah. not been getting good uh, tough it's been, it's been tough for the re- mm-hmm. record label owners getting dragged mm-hmm. left right center you know I'm sure they're having headaches 
yeah. you know, like not a not a lot, but some artists yeah. have been coming and talk about their experiences, record yeah. label owners saying they took this, they took my splits, they're not allowing me to grow. Some people are saying that you know, record label owners be telling radio stations not to play their song when they leave. Yeah, I won't lie, and also that's one of the, even one of the reasons why I left Nige because I, I I formally like left in 2018. I moved back to New York, but then it was cause like. At the time, I would talk to people about record label situations and owning their rights and publishings and mechanical royalties. And no one knew what I was talking about. People would sign. Because, I mean, I get it. You're excited. Someone offers you, like... Because, yeah, did, I would say there's a system or not really. Is it is a dis, dysfunctional function that occurs in the music industry in Nige in that they will offer you a flat because some of these people they are bringing from like maybe just if you're a rapper they are bringing you from like just kaduna like the north because they have an amazing hip-hop scene over there then they set you up in apartments they settle all your transports all that yada 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 and then when you blow they pay for your flights they do everything so they'll not essentially expect you to like sign your life away which to be honest i was going to sign a nigerian deal before oh. um my own like proper deal kicked in um and they expect you to is is a very like they expect you to sign a lot away which i'm coming from a point of privilege here because you know i have something or i had something but some people don't have anything all they have is music yeah you know and if somebody is giving you this deal and they're offering to pay for your rent for a year and they're giving you management and they're giving you all these things, to you, it sounds appealing. And you're just like, where do I sign? Hmm. Sometimes you don't even have a lawyer present. Show me the line. Exactly. Where do I, what do you mean? You sign three pages and I get this? Okay. And they sign it, you know, and they don't take the time to like, because that's actually something I really is literally on my gold list to um, like set up like education for like the arts because people think oh okay because these people have offered these basic necessities which to be honest if you look at the grand scale of things they are basic necessities but in the real like think about it if you have a long successful career that's below basic that's like nothing you know but a lot of people are thinking of the right now maybe they're thinking max maybe two years from now two three years from now ah i'm getting 3m for a show do you get so it's just kind of like i want to really set up like ip education and like because people honestly a lot of people in night don't know that like even for me self to prevent them from finessing me i had to take like music courses from coursera and all that type of stuff to make sure like i was protected yeah and honestly they they really tried but then i was like ah i I got the book (laughs) i got the book and there's one quote I remember I don't remember much from the class I cannot tell you much from the class but what I do know is every time your song gets played someone is getting paid that's one thing they kept repeating through the course and it's like it's very 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 key because a lot of people don't even realize they're like oh my god they're playing my song in this but it's just like who who took that money who someone took that money and it's not you you get the clout for it but who got paid who took that check yeah. But sometimes they argue that the clouds brings the money. So it's like, okay, I'm, am I not bothered Well, it about does, that? but it's just like, because someone, for someone like me, I'm not the most popular artist in the world, but I know at like 60, I will still be making money from my music, right? Mm. Because I have a lot of like things put in place where 
a lot of my royalties will eventually like revert to me and stuff like that. So I will be good for like I could decide to not work for a while. Wow. You know? I mean, I'm, I'm not saying the, the money is not that much, too, but if I was living a minimal lifestyle, it would sustain it's me, is what I'm saying. But like a lot of, and I think that's what really, really hurts me because even back to what I was saying about my influences, a lot of these people, like if you don't have a hit one Christmas and you're not booked at corporate Christmas parties and all that every every single Christmas, you don't you don't have much because there's not really a royalty set up yeah. here. You know, and they just expect you to just be grateful with scraps. I've received one check with Nigeria on the check, and I made 18 cents from that check that had Nigeria on it. Wait, wait, how? 18 cents. This is royalties, I'm assuming. Yes, 18 cents. And from what I know, my song has been the theme song from for some radio ads. You know, they play my songs on some radio. Where the money going? Who can pay for that? <laughs> wait. wait. <laughs> Okay, okay, yeah. suspicious eyes. Like. Who can pay for that? <laughs> why would anybody send you 18 cents? Is there even that's why you know the writers are doing like a writer's strike right now because yeah, the real thing they would send you a check for 18 cents. The nah. stamp costs more than the check you're receiving because the stamp yeah. is like 50 cents yeah. or like 25. Do you cents. think you survive as an artist living in Nigeria and doing music actively in Nigeria? Like if I was signed to a Nigerian label. And just living here. It depends. You know, a label I think that has amazing structure here. Maven has amazing structure here. Maven is like, if I had to sign to a Nigerian label, it would be Maven all the way. Um, But like, I know, like even think about the Kiss Daniel situation now, that they even had the rights to his name and he had to put two Zs. Mm. Yeah. Do you get to not making his name Kiss? His name is not Kiss Daniel. Why is that? Why is gonna who wanna keys Daniel? Wow. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Do you get but like that education is not there. (laughs) Oh I'm I'm talking shit today. Hope I don't get cancelled. Oh my god. (laughs) But um I mean this is this is this is so interesting to see that you have this much um Education. Yeah, not even just... I had to take costs. I had to protect myself. Not even myself. just education. Because like, if you think... If you think Nigerians are crazy, white people are worst. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I, not even just education. Like, even going back to your influences. Um, I, want to, I want to go back there for a minute because... Um, I think that because of how much hip-hop has evolved now, mm-hmm. I think you can... I don't know if you'd be open to it, but that would be fun to see mm-hmm. you still try and touch the the hip-hop thing again. Yeah. I think that would be fun to see. Like, I could easily hear... And when you mentioned it, and you started mentioning your influence, my brain went... My, my brain went haywire. Like, Who'd you I, go to? My mind went to um, Doja Cat's Paint the Town Red. You could easily mm. pull that off. I could. You know, you easily pull that off. With all, without all the devilish things <laughs> around it, you could pull off, You could pull off the music without all that theatrics. No, opus, opus is like, yeah, <laughs> we don't do devils. We don't. Not all that drama with opus the devilish the tale. Back. Oh my god! Like, yeah, because I, I love Doja, but she tripping right now. Very creepy. <laughs> um, but yeah, I have thought about it. Like, I would love to collab with a lot of like Nigerian hip because I feel like there's a little resurgence happening yeah, right yes. now. Uh, hip hop is. Yeah, like I love Odumoju. Shout out Odi. Yeah. I don't know. Is Charlie Poppy hip hop? 
is it hip hop? Yeah, I mean, there are hip hop influences. The thing is that for Afrobeat as a genre, has hip hop as one of his major foundations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you will always catch it here yeah. and there. He's a street yeah. pop artist, so yeah, Charlie Poppy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like, like, because honestly, and I really hate that, um, you know, I want to say, I like to call it Batik Bati, kind of overshadowed the, because there are lots of like rappers here. What's Batik Bati? Like, you know, basically, no. Bedu, Bedu, Bedu overshadowed hip hop. Yeah, okay, okay. where like, even, like, even someone like even Black Bones. Black Bones is an amazing rapper. Yes, he is. You know, but you know, he got to do the things he got to do. And he's a marketing genius also. He knows yeah. what he got to do. Yeah, I think and he's people, doing the things he got to do. People now underestimate how much of a great rapper Black Bones is and how hard he is. Black Bones was a battle rap. Like, yeah. He came yeah. from the yeah. battle rap underground. Like, yeah. bro. That's Actually. as hard as it gets. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm not saying like, ah, if they tell me to speed 16 on radio, I cannot do it too. Me, I'm one of those who in the corner, I write my bars and I'm like, all right, I'm ready like 45 minutes later. Let's oh, go. But I'm ready to go. <laughs> yeah, but it's going to be hard. I'm going to mark you, but it's going to take me 45 minutes to yeah. write it out. You know, I have to write it down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just the type of thing where I'm really sad it kind of died, you know, because... I would not, say it died. Yeah. I would say, I would say two Is things lit- happened. What happened? One was agenda. Yeah. Um, that that purest form of hip hop was no mm-hmm. longer the agenda. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Afrobeat started popping off. White money came into the scene. Uh, and when I say white money, I'm not referring to Big Brother Niger. Not referring Niger. to Big Brother Niger, guys. <laughs> white people's money came into the scene and they put yeah. a lot of money behind Afrobeat. So, yeah. What happened was that the rappers who had range enough mm-hmm. to do to infuse rap into Afrobeat mm-hmm. survived. You know, so yeah. Alamide survived, Fino survived, MI survived, yeah. um, Eobly survived. The rappers who could do that, they survived. Mm-hmm. And what even it was even much better when the rappers who could do that could also put in like do it in the local dialect. Yeah, yeah. I make it more relatable. It was a winner. Fair yeah. enough. It was yeah. a winner. Yeah. So yeah. That that's 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 one. And even the second thing is that culture is aggressive, man. Culture is like COVID. You know mm. how COVID kept mutating. That's what culture, and music is like that. So, yep. so it keeps. So hip hop had to go through that here in Nigeria. Yeah. Um, yeah. For us to find because the original even around the world the the OG form of hip hop that we were doing was not originally our style. Yeah, true, yeah. fair enough, fair So we enough. had to get to that point where we sort of yeah, like find our own style too. House. You know, see in South yeah. Africa and my piano happened mm-hmm. and their rap took a backseat. That's actually, I never thought, ab- thought like about it, it from that angle. It took a big because all the money mm-hmm. from the labels and the distributors we go into Ama Piano. money into Ama Piano. So it's yeah. like, Quickly. do you want to do Ama Piano or not? <laughs> do you want to do, yeah. do, do this and or not? rappers who could, I remember... One of the first Ama piano records I heard was, I think Melody played it on radio. Play Plenty Landing. Oh, okay. Play Plenty that one was huge. Casper Invest. Yes. But even uh, when you played it, it wasn't that huge. It wasn't that huge at the time. time you played it, it wasn't that huge. Yeah. Interesting. But I was like, Casper is on this. Why? You know, <laughs> a few no, months later. Unbeknownst. Yeah, a few months later, I, I got it. So, guys, we're about to go on a break. Um, <laughs> the conversation continues. You can catch the full episode on Monday. Video on YouTube, audio on all streaming platforms. Thank you for watching live. If you're watching live, we'll be back after the break. The conversation continues. So if you miss anything, Monday, go re up. Yeah. Re up.
So um, that's literally what I feel like happened to the hip hop scene. The hip hop scene, and it's not like nigga like show them come do palm wine and they still bar up on it. Yeah, you know, it's just that. I'm not saying it died, died, but remember there was a time where it was like the main. It, it was, was like hip hop and then was, everything else. Hip hop was mainstream. Yeah. Like, yes. Whiskeys and David Dose wanted to be with the rappers. They yeah. were hanging out with rappers. They were yep. the only pop guys that were big at the time were the, the bands them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and whatnot, you know. But they wanted to be with. Be square. Yeah. They mm-hmm. wanted to be with, and even everybody at the time, even the Debanjis them. They, they, they embraced the that cultural side of it, uh-huh. like the, braga, the, 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 the braggadocious nature. Yes, yep. they brought that. Flashy. They now brought that into yeah, you know, into yep. Afrobeats. You know, uh-huh. they were doing like 40, 50 bottles in the club. Oh you my know, the funny God. thing about <laughs> the bling bling culture is it's so crazy. Is that this whole thing about artists going to the club here or here in Nigeria uh-huh. and doing like twenty bottles, thirty bottles that you see David do do. The people mm-hmm. who really started it was was Don Jazzy and the bunch. Oh. In Nigeria? In Nigeria. Like, and I've heard this from a lot of people who were around at the time. They, I heard about, like, a particular day where, um, shout out Sauce Kid, where Sauce Kid, <laughs> Sauce Kid was on Twitter and Sauce Kid was like, they be telling me Don Jazzy and the band, they do, like, 20, 30 bottles in the club. That's, that's cap. That's a lie. <laughs> I don't believe y'all. And they were like, okay, come, come through. Come see how we're living. Uh, and, you know, and he went to the club and they were like, so it was not like, um, Soski was like a news anchor that night. On oh, Twitter. wow. You were like, like tweeting they live. They did 10 bottles. Shit. They just did 20 <laughs> bottles. Shit. <laughs> that was actually hilarious. But that, that does make sense. Yeah. yeah, it does. One thing I love about Don Jazzy, um, I mean, business side, business aside, He's like a marketing genius, honestly, and he knows the things that will grab people's attention. Yeah. And he's like see, so yeah. good at that. Yeah. He's like goated fully, honestly. I remember when when Jazzy was going to the club in pajamas. There was a whole yep. phase. I remember his walking club. stick phase. Yeah, Wait, people phase thought Don Jazzy couldn't even talk. Yes, and Bro. Fully yeah, and pajamas. Remember when he would always whisper? Yes, he would whisper in Nanjazi's <laughs> I mean, divine. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. That, that pajamas era was ridiculous. It was. Like, yeah, he was. he has his I, I think he's back in the pajamas era. He just talking now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it was crazy. Yeah. It was crazy. Um you, you guys see the there's no way that's a stupid question. You guys have have seen the whole um drama like how it has evolved what the now? Mobad yeah situation have you been able to I don't even think you can avoid it I feel like it's something that's yeah it's, it's there in your face yeah it's, um, it's definitely out there you know I think that one of the things that um gave me a headache mm-hmm. this mm. week was how I feel like different people were trying to use the 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 chaos because the chaotic situation you know, it's the whole death and the stories around it. Everything is still allegedly at this point. Mm-hmm. That's the truth. Until the police come and tells us what the official statement or the official story is. We know an autopsy is being done. Yeah. The Nigerian police has announced that they've concluded the autopsy. They announced that last night on mm-hmm. Twitter and that they will put out the results soon. Mm-hmm. What I find interesting is how, like, different people have tried to come up come and like capitalize on the situation and just using the thing to cloud chase another thing i also found interesting is how 
it's now like people are expected to always grieve publicly. Mm. Like if you did not yeah. be a celebrity and you did not come and post yeah. about it, you don't care. And I'm like, yeah. when did when did we get here? Like Oh, we've been this, there a long is, time. Crazy. <laughs> so, How do you police grieving? Yeah. Okay, so maybe I should just start from like K Kalo. Mm-hmm. What do you think about sharing on social media? Grieving. <sighs> well posting. So um, I'll, I'll definitely say this. Um, so my dad passed in December. Wow. Right? And this was like right as I was wrapping up the album and everything. So I was kind of like left with two choices. Like you can use your dad's death to sell albums, which I used to be in marketing. It would work, you know, or you can deal with it. But it's just like they were, there was so much to deal with, like, I hardly talked about it even on so if I met I didn't even post him. Did you post it like on your page? No. I posted on my story, you know, and I think I tweeted once about it. But it's just like and I think this is also something that has come with age, because I know for a fact like ten years ago I would have been like all over, uh posting every single day, yada yada yada. But like people grieve different and I think that's something I've really learned with age, mm. you know, because a lot of it I think is also like selective outrage in that, okay, someone who maybe was like Mobad's closest friend, they're dealing with a lot of shit. Like why would they, why, why would their first instinct be to be like, oh, my friend is dying, I'm going to post like 10 stories about it. Like some people don't want to do that because maybe to them internalize this like, even disrespect you know and then so then attack them to be like oh why why didn't you post this person blah blah blah. like that's not how everybody deals with stuff you know yeah yeah guys welcome back from the break if you missed anything we talked about which was interesting by the way if you missed any of what we just said the last (laughs) seconds you need to go check it out the full the full episode drops on monday on youtube and on streaming platforms. See you on Monday. So, so I understand the conversation that Kalo, I understand her position on people grieving differently and also like you mentioning the, in quotes, performative expectation of yeah. you know, coming on social media to do certain things. But don't you think that it is understandable if people would expect that if you work close to someone and you mm-hmm. lost the person or if you're going through something or someone you, you're close to they would expect that because social media is how people your fans don't see you your fans don't know what you're dealing with in your house yeah your fans don't know what you do on a daily your fans don't know if you're sad about something the only way that they can see mm-hmm. or the only way they can get an idea of what you're doing is on social media so it feels like okay if you're not anything on social media they, they don't have any they don't have any other way to tell what is going on with you know a fave or something i hear yeah. I, I hear i hear that argument and i think it holds some water not 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 a full cup okay <laughs> <laughs> but, <it's> some water <laughs> it holds some some. Water. a couple of drops uh-huh. you know? not, not drops <laughs> but i think that like this is this is in this particular situation. No, this is not about this situation, just generally speaking. So, generally speaking, you hold the cup is full. Yes, I agree with yeah. you. Yeah, that cup is full. Yeah, generally speaking. Mm. Generally speaking. But in this, in certain situations, like 
um someone died um maybe your favorite singer is pregnant or maybe mm-hmm. she just gave birth or maybe she's just taking time to be with family or it could be anything anything mm-hmm. um i feel like people one people should remember that people in question are human beings two i'm also beginning to realize how much power th- these phones have over our lives mm. that we forgotten that we can just be people without the phones like it's not everything you go through that you're supposed to i wouldn't even say that you're supposed to right I'm, i feel like there should be balance in everything and the whole point the whole thing of like people bringing every single thing to social media i think it's crazy i think it's an extreme mm. and we, we finding that balance is hard for us it's tough for us and it yeah. even makes me worry um about the next generation like you know if you if you're with if you're with kids now let's say three to seven year old kids if you're in that situation mm-hmm. and you scroll on instagram or tiktok and you hear all those popular sounds they know it yeah and they start dancing to it yeah which is wild yeah <laughs> which is very wild I, I, I agree with you 100 even aside from like sh- you know sharing certain things on social media I even worry about sensory overload yeah. yeah I think that we live in a generation where there's like there's so many things mm-hmm. for people to keep up with there are so many social media apps that you need to you know stay in touch yeah. with people on it's just too much and the worst yeah. part is not like how the 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 apps the algorithms yeah are smart they're very smart Ooh. now so yeah. they know how to get you so i feel like one of the greatest things that human beings created was figuring out advertising <laughs> advertising is one of the greatest things that man came up with yeah mm-hmm. because we figured out people's pressure points and what's or, the, or what's what to apply pressure what people, on, and, and and what or what people are, or what people are slaves to, mm-hmm. right? We weaponize Emotion it, and we weaponize it. So in the in the seventies and eighties, it was sex, mm-hmm. right? So it was like it was sex, but the thing is that it's brilliant. Just here, it was sex, right? But it's, it's not like it's not like buy this car, you attract the chicks, yeah, the chicks will look at you sexy, mm-hmm. you know, but um wear these jeans all the boys will go crazy about you mm-hmm. no i mean yeah. it's always been that way though because that's effective that's effective marketing it, see it hit its peak when the 70s and 80s so oh are you, yeah okay so are you, are, you, are, you, are, you, are you are you guys saying now that the way people the power that sex had as a tool back yeah. then it doesn't have that power now i mean it does oh, now but the real does. thing now is it not does. even sex anymore it's what it's rage it's oh rage. yeah, it's outrage. Anger. It's outrage. So yeah, the algorithm, like the algorithm, now knows the kind of content you are drawn to. That will make you the upset. ones that the ones that make you happy, the ones that make you upset. So let's say you are a raging misogynist, Ra- you know the Andrew Tate. Andrew Tate, I was about to mention. You know, and you're like, um, and you just and you see a video of, uh. For example, let's say a rich celebrity, um, his wife cheated on him and she's divorcing him and she's taking mm-hmm. half his wealth. Mm-hmm. Ah! Ah! You know what I hate the most? Because um, Twitter now is like, there's the for you and there's your regular timeline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sometimes I open Which up my phone. Use? That's the default is it for you. The default is for you and it's intentional. So sometimes I go on there and I'm like, 
why am I seeing all these things that are attacking this one person? That's this my is favorite not, part of Twitter. This can't possibly yeah. be why but what my whole timeline is talking about. The funny thing is that that's my favorite part of Twitter. I'm never unfollowing. Oh wow! <laughs> never. So, the, but now the algorithm. No, but then it shows people rage. who you don't even follow. Yes, that's what I don't want to see. What anyway? I don't want to see what I'm following because I feel like on the on the for you part, I'm out. It's the reason I prefer to be on that for you part is I'm not aware of what is going on in my immediate surrounding. So, you, so more, you don't want to be outside. aware of what's happening. I don't happening. want to know. I don't <laughs> want to know what you're saying. What's happening outside? Do you understand? Because I don't want to know what people around me are saying. Like keep that to yours. I'm never there. <sighs> So I'm always like getting information. Like now, for for example, I know when I knew when people started getting upset about Remy Ma and Papu. But then it's showing you information it thinks you want to know based on the things you engage with yes, already. Actually. So it's yes. just like, how do you know the gen? Like, how can you be objective if yeah, it's not even you. showing you what is actually happening? It's just showing you what mm, based on your likes and your preferences. Yeah, we'll it seems you like you would take distance. So yeah. here you go. Yeah, I, I yeah, but. I, I, and I don't like Instagram's what they call it algorithm. No, the what's that? What's that page? Explore page. Explore uh, page. I don't no. think it got. It, okay, I like it because it. it has very nice recipes for yeah, cookies. Uh, I mean, because because you like because you like that kind of. Thing. So yeah. for example, now <laughs> I right, like it. For example, now right before before I before I got before man's going into a relationship. Oh, checking out the the girl them right. Oh no, but like the girl them I'm checking out. It's not the girl them you are you, showing me on. You know, you know what how, you're gonna how, do now. How? You know yeah, what you. Like, you know like what you're gonna do. Yeah, you know me. what you're gonna do. You're gonna press those three dots at the top. You're gonna tap that. You're gonna say not interested. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Then yeah. you're gonna get recipes for cookies. Uh, you understand? Yeah. Like, you know, recipes for cookies. cookies. <laughs> Very yeah. easy, exactly. I'm already the girl them sugar. I don't mean no. Except I can't. I can't be serious. Yes, I, I like tall, slim mm. girls. That's my mm-hmm. spec. Mo- Melody, okay. they are not my spec. I wasn't even. Are you on? You, don't I saw do you deciding to touch your don't hair. Do- like, nah. Nah, dog. Whatever. I'm like Timberland. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's that I like. You know, but the explorer people been sending, showing me girls with big boobs. Ass. I'm like, you, then you just tap me. not interested. Why are you showing this to me? It's the beautiful slash sad thing about the internet because you can literally create your own bubble. Yeah, you can. Right? You, can. you just say not interested and then things you like, just double tap I mean, that. I like that with, with reels though. You know, once in a while, the on Instagram or social yeah. do you like this kind of content you, yeah. you ask that question oh yes. yeah they do push my that my is on point because me I like that. so my real content is music stuff mm-hmm. dogs 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 I okay. love dogs babies playing you know children doing silly things okay you know that's literally that's it that's my real content Re- really and yeah. then you explore pages boobs yeah Love no, these. not anymore. This was then. Now, this was how then. you get from dogs and this cute was, babies this, this to was, boobs? This was then when I was checking. When I when okay, I was then, okay. on the on the block. All right, on the All right. streets. Okay, what's, what's why why pain pleasure? Well, so what had happened was some people tried to finesse me in the music industry, and that made me very upset. Yes. Um So that is very evident also in my funds music video, which is available on YouTube. Go check it out. Go check it out. Okay. Um, so I was very, very angry for a long time. And mm. shout out my therapist. She advised me to write about it. So the first, I want to say five songs uh, about violence and I hate you and I hope you die. Uh-uh. And then the last half is about having fun. No, no, no. But <laughs> on your body of work. 
Yeah. So, so if you say like the fire, <laughs> is the way she said that having fun. You sounded like like some from like all those adults on Sesame Street. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, but having fun. <laughs> The song, the the it's girl. You know, you're not trying to kill anybody there. It girl is funny. That's I'm actually very happy you asked me this question because it girl originally was a very dark song. So what happened was, um, when I this was like one of the last songs I wrote in my apartment in New York. Okay. And my apartment used to like overlook Manhattan skyline. Mad. And I wrote it on a Friday night. And usually a lot of the events, like, because I'm used to, like, industry events there. Like, I don't go to a lot of industry events here. here Why? I What's the difference? What's the difference between industry events here and industry events there? It starts on time. It starts on time. Oh, that's that's all I'm going to say Shots about Shots were that. not fired. Facts <laughs> are just facts. Yeah. Facts <laughs> are just facts. Yeah. It will say seven to two is seven to two. If you are there past two, they <laughs> kick you out. <laughs> Yeah. So, so you were saying someone was trying to finesse you in the industry. Yes. Yeah, so it girl is like, so I'm used to going to all these like fashion parties where it's like all these models. And the crazy thing about all these models who are like the it girls, they're always so sad. Like they're beautiful. Oh my God. They're so beautiful. But then you go to the bathroom or like you see them in the corner. They're so sad. You know, because they don't know who their real friends are, but they're very gorgeous and everybody wants to be their friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, every guy wants to sleep with them. It's great. But like, and I think that's why even the song goes like, she's the it girl, she can't control it. Because it's not her fault she was born gorgeous. Yeah. You know, so it's just like, I think that's like the dark side of pretty privilege that people don't talk about. You know, you know, you know, like the line you just dropped now. I was literally just about to say that because every time people talk about pretty privilege, yeah, they never talk about the other side. Yeah, there's the other side because you don't know who's only trying to be your friend. There is a dark side to pretty privilege. Dark side of pretty privilege. (laughs) I stand with you. I stand with you, girl. Oh my god! Right? right Like, why would anyone think there is no dark side to pretty privilege? There's a dark side to pretty privilege. Let's let's dig more into this. This dark side of pretty privilege. Yes, we are more than happy to answer your questions. Melody, first, first. First round. But to be very honest, I feel like it is um very dishonest for people to talk about pretty privilege and not talk about the dark side. Yeah. Because first and first, people just assume that you're dumb. Yeah. First and first, yeah. people just think that you're dumb. And once and you, yeah, that's one. Then mm-hmm. secondly, when you're excelling in things, you're like maybe you're killing your job, you're killing your career, you're getting all these things. People always just assume first as maybe a pretty girl. Maybe you slept girl, with someone. Maybe you slept with someone to get the job. Uh huh. Then yeah. also, when you now maybe you get a job, you have the capacity to do, to do the job. Mm-hmm. People now think that because you're doing the job. People want to approach you on, oh, let's fucking have sex, or let's fuck you, let's just, let's, just, let's just have sex. People are literally just chasing you in a way that other people can just regularly just do their job and wake up in the morning and just go about their job. But you have to do it, have to navigate all the advances and whether you want to say, whether you want to say. Yeah. See? There we go. She listed it all. The downsides of pretty privilege. Points were made. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. So originally, like, I think there's a part where I go, that girl's dream. She means everything. Probably said her dress is dropping off her shoulder. Yeah, she means everything. And the original line was, she means everything to no one. Why did you take that out? Because they were like, it's too dark. Carlo, chill. And then they cut that line out. 
But she, but that's literally. And it's a summer happy song, but it's not pain. Because actually, but that's why it's on it, pain. It makes so much sense. Yeah, she makes everything to me now with that it lens. It makes not so much yeah, sense. Yeah, because then everybody's like, oh my god, everybody wants her attention. Everybody thinks she has it all, and like then you look at her and it's just like, oh no. And I think it happened. Okay, did you explain you know, this real time? I did, and oh god. Okay, you know what? Fuck it. I can say it. So I was at a party and Gigi Hadid was right there. Okay. And like you could tell, like if this was somebody that was a random girl in like a dive bar, I would have been like, oh honey, what's wrong? But no one around her could tell something was wrong because obviously she's sad, but she still looks gorgeous when she's sad, you know? Mm -hmm. And I was just like, oh no, she's... And I think that's because usually when I have real life experiences, I like write things down. So I was very weird. But I wrote I wrote it down. I was like, she's the it girl, she can't control it. No, but and so she saw that in real life, you wrote it down. Yeah, I wrote yeah. it down. And then I was trying to like think of lyrics when they sent me the beat. And I was like, oh, it sounds like a fashion party. And that was the most recent fashion party I had just been to. And I was looking outside, I was looking at my view, and I was like, something like this is probably happening right now. It's probably fashion week or something. You know, fashion week just passed. And you see all these models, like, have you seen that? image of like the models at fashion week where the sling back shoes that yeah. they're walking yeah. on is like bruising their yes, feet yes 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 yeah but it's just like oh my god you're so lucky to be walking for you say laurent and like yada 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 but it's just like I, she wants to kill herself you know this 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 particularly reminds me of uh, i think one of my favorite dance songs of all time just because Which of one? the writing and i wish you, i wish they let you leave that line in Which one? It, would have oh. brought, <laughs> it would have brought so much yeah, go on. Even because I think even so, without the line, if you go and listen to it, that. you can still, you still get, get that. that vibe. You still get that. Yeah. That's why I opted to like leave it in Remi- the pain section. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It reminds me of Gypsy Woman, Crystal. Waters. Yeah, yeah. She's just like you and me. Exactly, but oh, she's homeless. Like yeah, what? but it's hard. <laughs> what? But it's hard. Why? <laughs> but it's hard. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. You know, so ah man, and she's singing for money. But that's that's that that's actually a very very like important explanation. So like, see, so so she inspired that particular song. Yeah, it was like I mean, because I have a lot of like model friends in New York City, and they share like experiences, and like I know the things that actually go on. Like a lot of them are really sad, you know, Mm. but they're gorgeous. (laughs) You were saying you you have model friends, yeah? Go on, go to your relationship. (laughs) Except go to your relationship. Except like five minutes ago. <laughs> My girlfriend knows she knows I have she knows I have a thing for models. It's harmless, don't worry. Oh, so so beautiful. She knows she knows. Please. Please don't kill me. So so for you as a person. Mm-hmm. I, I like the fact that when you're talking about these experiences, like at least I didn't even know that that's what you were referring to. Mm-hmm. But I love how very descriptive you were with the music. Yeah. And I think that listening to the body of work, pain and pleasure, even with the title, I can tell that you're someone who puts you like your experiences in your music. Oh yeah. How do you like mm-hmm. draw the line for you so that you are not oversharing? I mm-hmm. think now also mm-hmm. you also mentioned your therapy mm-hmm. and your therapy is telling you to put all your anger in your music. Yeah. Do you sometimes like restrain yourself from oversharing? Yes. Because <laughs> left to me, I will lay it all out. I will open my ash in the middle of the center. I tell everybody, yeah. like everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a toxic trait. I can't shut up. Um, <laughs> but, 
Um, obviously, you know, I have to because the wonderful thing about music is that music lives on for like forever. Yeah. Like w- when I'm six feet under and all that, my music will still be playing, inshallah, yep. and all that. Yep. So it's just type of thing where I have to be careful the things I want to say. Yeah. You know, and I have to. So even that, that's why this album was very important because I was going through a lot and there are things that, and it was, a lot of it was like industry stuff wow. that I was going through. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it was just that type of thing where I wanted to really like kind of have it as a time capsule of what I was going through, but also like still be like a message where like, because like funds eh, and I'm someone who I've worked a nine to five before. I've worked like in America and I've worked here and I've had and I know what it feels like when maybe you find out oh the person next to you in the cubicle next to you doing the same amount of work that you are and all that type of stuff is making way more money than you and how pissed that gets you hmm. and so I wanted funds even though yes they were finessing me for my money and all that I wanted it to be like relatable enough where if I'm pissed off and I'm going to ask my boss for a raise this would be like my hype song you know you have to mentally prepare yourself yeah. for the conversation like cause for me it used to be like Kanye songs where I'm like okay this person pissed me off and I have to confront them and it used to be like a Kanye song which, of which like Kanye people, song people were doubting him look I have this touch this guy tatted on my hand wow I'm gonna right testify yeah. <laughs> that's my I have one tattoo like that. Kanye has like real life fans yeah or like uh, wow you know, this is all Kanye I would like to uh, clarify I do <laughs> not I do not align with current Kanye <laughs> This is September of 2023. Carlo Kanye does getting not align in, in Venice on a with, boat. Yeah, Carlo does not align with anything. <laughs> Kanye has actually, as a matter of fact, all of 2023 Kanye. and two, and perhaps one. Exactly. Um, I do 2020 not align, and it's, and zero. <laughs> uh, I do not align with, but old Kanye late old registration Kanye, Kanye okay. my goat. Um, so I would listen to like. Kanye to like hype myself up especially when I needed to like confront someone yeah. which that happened a lot when I was dealing with a lot of this industry stuff I was like okay so I'm like okay I need to make like my versions of those you know where it can speak for me because even sometimes I listen to my songs to ginger myself yeah. to like be like yeah. <clears throat> I gotta do this you know and then um, it can also be relatable to someone who's like you know working at their cubicle and stuff Wait, as, yeah. as someone who is like a dance artist, mm-hmm. but still you, fun and upbeat. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> how did you feel the first time your first Beyonce Renaissance play? I was like, mm. <laughs> I like. I don't. I don't want. I don't want the beehive coming for me. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> I mean, I, for me, I, I was like, um, Carlos should be here. You yeah, know, and I think it. Uh, did you get those kind of calls? Like, did you call you? Did, or yes, did you I, I got a like, lot of DMs. About, like, I think I even made like a TikTok about it because Drake dropped that yes. album, uh, and then yes. Renaissance came out either yes. the week after or two weeks no, after. I think Drake came after. No, no, Drake, no, Drake came, came first, before. Drake came first, before. A week before. Then, then Beyonce just like, was like, what's going on? That Kanye was working on a dance Yeah, yeah. So it well. was just kind of like my phone was going off because even my label was like, Carlos, see. Carlos, see? And I'm like, uh, time, I've been making this for a minute. So what know? am I supposed to do now? Yeah, what am I supposed to do? That's what the album sounds like. The fuck? Well, I can't change anything right now. We're doing paperwork, you know? <laughs> so it's just like, I mean, it was nice because then it like made 
Because I think even Shade Room did a whole thing of like, oh, people who have been killing it in dance music. And I was on there. So that was nice. Yeah. You know? But it's just like... Got your props and all. Yeah, dance OG. music, even though it was founded by like black people and culturally like African-American people. Yeah. But it's very, it's very much a white male dominated space right mm. now. Yeah. Yeah. Where even if like... I mean... Yeah, you can play some of the Beyonce and the Drake records right now because they put it in like this cool niche. But like and if you're making it and you're not Beyonce Drake level, you're mm. still like kind of underground. Mm. You know? Yeah. Ayele. Like that. Ayele. So I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so guys, sorry. we're about I'm so to sorry, go on guys. a break. Please remember that the full episode drops on Monday Easy on YouTube. Not. I'm so sorry. And all streaming platforms. Catch it on Monday. See ya. <laughs> I can't believe it. Um, um, <laughs> I I'm looking for. I don't know if if it, if it has happened. I don't think so because I think I would have caught it. But I'm very much looking forward to when um you get to collab or work with Ketranada. Is that, that what well, has uh, name pronounced? Ketranada. Ketranada. Yeah, that would be nice. I yes. think so. Mm-hmm. I think so. Mm-hmm. I heard the project he did with Amine. Yeah. Ketramine. Ketramine. And I was like, okay, this is interesting. Yeah. I'm back again. I still stand on this, my small agenda. I'd really love to hear you rap. That you guys, the I mean, album. I, I, mean, I, yeah. I, I do a little rap shit on the album. Yeah, but like on a on a tell on like real like rap rap on a like a, on a on like beat. a hip, yeah like a hip hop level. You know, who knows? I mean, call me Odimodo or whoever. Yeah. Hit me up. How long, how long? How long are you still around for? Are you still around for long? Yeah, for long? like a month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Opus. Yeah. We're we'll gonna we'll go, let's get in the stool. Oh yeah, no. People, you know, <laughs> I, 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 I see. So I heard, I've, I heard your music, and I always felt like the fact that you deliver the way you deliver mm-hmm. makes you stand out. Mm-hmm. But I never pieced it back to ha- you having hip hop influences. So not. Yeah, brain, I mean, because like, even all that, I think I tried to make a. I can even probably play for you. I tried to make a remake to um, Plenty Nonsense once. Oh wow! Yeah. And like the, cause obviously it's all these like Oimbo DJs. They don't know, so they like yeah. they were like, "What are you listening to right now?" I was like, "Honestly, I'm listening to my childhood shit." And um, the gag is, I played them two songs. I played um, "Plenty Nonsense" and then I played "Wasu" for them. <laughs> so um, we made a cut that was like a flip of "Plenty Nonsense" and they sampled it in this sick way oh, i might not end up using the song but i think someone needs to use that beat because the beat is hard because it samples plenty of nonsense in this like amazing modern way yeah and then the other guys use like inspiration of the beats patterns of like um shroom. baby me shop okay and that's what pain and pleasure is mad the do you, do you, actual do you, track pain do and you pleasure. produce now do you produce nah i yeah. mean once in a while if the spirits should uh, tap an MC, MPC yeah. or whatever. What's what's it like? Like you're between more or less now. It's like you're between Lagos and New York. Mm-hmm. Two very strong cultural cities. Yes. Not like in music and in other things. You yes. Know. <laughs> but let's even go zone into like music alone. Mm-hmm. Um, what's it like? I feel like I, I'm, I'm jealous because I feel like <laughs> you get to take influences from here and there. And yeah. You, you put 
Mash it over. Into the music. What's the dance music scene like out there in New York? Oh, it's very, oof, it's crazy. Sticky floors. I think Black Coffee, because he just did MSG, Madison Square Garden. Yeah. And then he did an after party at an, like, as a much bigger venue. Okay. I mean, not bigger, but like, is is very big. It's like called Brooklyn Mirage, which is like, I think it's a 10K or 5K. It depends. It depends on how much of it they open. It can be 5 or 10K. And that's where the after party was. Because that's how, like, the dance scene is very, like... Yeah. It's very intense, I would say. Yeah. Do you, do you, do you like intense? Do you do intense? That, that's the thing. I used to like intense in my early 20s. I used to love intense, but now I'm just like I just want to go home. I just want to go home, guys. I just want to be my blanket. So long. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. 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 Mm-hmm. Hey. Um. By the way, apparently at the moment there's a lot of money flowing through your city right now, New uh, York. Through it. Who, uh, who is so putting the money there? I saw news today. The, the the United Nations General Assembly is happening. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And apparently, whenever Are that they happens. Sharing money? They make it rain on the strippers. They oh! make it rain on the strippers. Wait, for real, for real? I'm for real. Is that clips? Yeah, there's, 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 a, there's a headline I read today. Global leaders slash diplomats splurging over $100,000 on strip clubs and 5K per prostitute. I saw that. I saw that headline. Today. So you, guys are, you, guys are, you guys are going very, very crazy <laughs> right now in New York. Guys, welcome back from the break. If you missed anything that was said, please remember to check us out on Monday on all streaming platforms and on YouTube. And you can also catch reruns of this on Pop Central TV. Yes. Woo. So there's a lot of money. You're, you're, missing, you're missing out, but you're, you're not bad at life. <laughs> I miss out too. Ah, sometimes I wish I wasn't raised with morality. It would be so much easier for me. Were your, were your, were your parents like pastors or like no, strong Christians? No. Wait, no. the you like went back here when you were raised, were you, uh, going to church every Sunday. No, I'm Muslim actually. Were you Muslim? Yeah, man's is Muslim inshallah and that. Oh, mad. Yeah. In it. Yeah. Wow, I had no idea. I had no idea. I could never. Yeah, Allahu Akbar. Oh wow. What state are you from here in Nigeria? Lagos. Ah. Uh, Lagos, Lagos. Cool. Yes. All right. Yeah, Lagos Island. When you left the nine to five uh-huh. to. Do the music thing fully. How did your family take it? Can't <laughs> child. You know, I feel like this Gen Z now. Like, there's a lot of music success stories, so it's easy for yeah. you to have that conversation with your parents. I like, think I referenced that actually in the Billboard article because it was just like then there were no like sustainable, and it's kind of like what I said about how if you're a musician, then like you're not getting back other royalties right now. Yeah, I mean maybe you are in that maybe they just put your songs on Spotify very recently and people are just discovering it and then you're making a few but like it wasn't sustainable and it was just like it was so ridiculous even now that I think about it like if I was a parent right now and my child said to me I mean if I was a parent then and my child said to me I would have also probably reacted the same way they reacted right because it was just like that's it was so silly it was yeah, it but was. um, yeah, they didn't react so well. <laughs> no. Oh my god! What's, yeah. what's happening? What's happening? Um, with the with the love relationship side. Oh jeez. How's that side? How's that side going? 
It's going wonderfully. Are you are you in a relationship? Yes. Ah, well, are you is it are you in a relationship with a Nigerian? Yes. Ah, interesting. I'm giving you one word answers. No, no, no. It's fine. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm sure Melody had to step up, but I'm sure she would have a lot to say. Well, thank, thank the Lord, she's <laughs> not here. Allah <laughs> Wagbar. Um, the the life of an artist can be a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of pressure, a lot of schedules. How do you balance it out? How do you make time out for family? How do you make time out for your relationship? Mm, that's a very good question. Um. Well, I will say, because, you know, obviously my dad passing recently and, you know, there's this strong desire to be there for my family a lot more. Yeah. Because a lot of my earlier career, I was like, I think at the peak, I was doing like 80 shows a year and they were all in like different countries. So it was very tough being present. So now I just like, I'm more intentional, I want to say. Yeah. With like communication and checking in and being there for like even like my nephews and my mom and siblings and stuff. Yeah. Oh my. Just intention. Yeah. Intention is the big difference. You see the thing with um intention, right? So um this is always a conversation on Twitter where women say Oh, this this came up recently. I started seeing a lot of those tweets. I think they have seven I told you, not interested. Yeah. You click it. <laughs> About how um shout out to um men that so there's, apparently there's this thing men do where oh, when the God. relationship starts. What do men do it's again? All, it's all sweet and nice. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden he's very busy. Uh, and they're like shout, uh, shout out to men that are I've not gotten but, that yet. But still make out time for you. And stuff like that. And I was like, but niggas be busy though. <laughs> yeah. But there's there's intention, you know? Because you I can mean, be what, mega busy. If I have the intention to be there, but life is just life in. Eh, that is not really intention, is it? Oh my god. You know, because when I say intention, I like maybe I'll give an example in that. Um I would say earlier in my career, if they said Oh, you, you have to do this. And it coincided with maybe like a thing my family had been planning or like, I'll be like, ah, I'm still in that rice and grind, you know, blah, blah, energy. So I would like, be like, oh no, I have to do this other thing. But now I prioritize the family event over like what yeah. I have to do now. Interesting. You know, and that's intention. Because it's just like, ah, ah, ah. I've blocked this thing out in my calendar. It is a family today thing. Is for family today. Yeah. So do not book anything on these days. And then I make the time to be there. And that, my dear, is intention. Wow. That's my dear. Okay. Mm-hmm. What was it like collaborating with Idris Elba? Oh, it was great. It was very wonderful. Did you guys meet physically? Yeah, uh, not for the song, but we've met physically oh, since okay. the song. Yeah. 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 It was very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> How did that happen? What's the story there? It, a random person DM'd me, like, and I thought it was a scam because I was just like, uh, why would Idris Elba? Because I didn't even know he was making music at the time. This was, I think, pre Boasty yeah. Idris Elba. So I was like, uh, what do you mean that this is not true? And then lo and behold, they sent me the track, that's his voice. 
And also, this is pre-AI. <laughs> so, Could I was like, yeah, I was like, oh, it's definitely Idris Elba. And it there's an empty have... verse here. So, I did it. And then, I got in touch with him officially and all that. And yeah, he's great. He's a very wonderful guy. Nice, nice, yeah. nice. You know, another thing that um, you've done, you're probably one of the young Nigerians out there that... Who has music that has gotten like a lot of sync placements? Oh jeez, <laughs> not this. <laughs> you know, sync sync has come through for you. Yes, and you have come through for sync. Yes. Um, what's that like? Because I feel like so. First of all, here mm-hmm. at home, mm-hmm. we are entering that phase where people are becoming more conscious of sync yeah. licensing, yeah. publishing deals, like. In the last two to three years, no, especially in the last two years, uh-huh. the amount of I need a publishing deal, publishing that ah, nice. it's been ringing up and down. Yeah, yeah, go, yeah. You know, and we people weren't that conscious mm-hmm. about it. Um, mm-hmm. What's your experience being like with Sync and the process? Um, how tedious is it? How crazy is it? Is it rather? Well. Mine is definitely, and I don't know if it's also again the way I phrase things or whatever. But I was getting sync even long before I got a publishing deal. I didn't even know you had to. Honestly, I didn't even know my case was unique to me because I thought every professional musician got sync. When did you find out that your your case is different? Um, when I signed to Epic, and then my A and R was like, oh. Maybe we might be able to see if we can possibly get a sync. I'm like, yeah, I get syncs all the time. And he's like, what? Why didn't you say this? And I'm like, does everyone not get sync all the time? No, nah, they don't, bro. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I was not aware of this. And then I literally now had to now compile a document documenting all the sync I had gotten. And it was so much sync, we couldn't even fit it into one page. And I was oh, like, wow. okay. Oh, wow. This is an issue. <laughs> I mean, no, it's, it's not a bad issue. It's a good thing. It's a good you're issue. Like, you're like, but then you, it dawned on you how... You yeah, because then that's when they told me, yeah, people like can go through a whole career and It'd not get this thing. It'd be rough out here, trust me. Yeah, bro. but I get like... I probably can't. You're on FIFA? You've been on FIFA? Yeah, this is I got FIFA this year and this is my fourth FIFA placement. Mad. This one. Mad. Yeah. Like so. some people even get that once and it's a rap. Yeah. <laughs> so um I think I have three video games this year. Oh mad. So that's nice. Mad, mad. Yeah. Mad. Um Opus, let's see some of this money, please. <laughs> shout out to shout out to Opus behind the scenes, behind the camera. Shout out Opus. Shout, shout out Opus Op- Republic. When did you, when did you guys start working? Uh this year. Yeah, nice, yeah. nice, nice. I just recently found out that Opus has a whole wife and all. Yeah, you a whole wife. Yeah, like we were at the launch. You like, like half. Lab- <laughs> we're like a label event and I'm like, Opus just does it casually. Like, oh, me and my wife. Are, what? Bro, oh, what? Like, bro, step back. <laughs> step step back. Flipping in reverse. <laughs> that, that, that sounds like a, a Nigerian man thing. Yeah. yeah, but it's true now. It's always so casual. Like, do do. That's my wife. Hi. Yeah. Okay, cool. No, but it's not. true. But it's true. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's my wife. I feel my wife. Oh, cool. Handshake. Yeah, yeah. As opposed to, wow. <laughs> you know, 10 years ago, when I met my wife, it's not you supposed know, to be a rollout. Roll out. It's not supposed to be a rollout. <laughs> it should be a rollout. Yeah. One day, 
met her, she threw me off my feet. Oh. Yeah. She, she changed my, my life. You know, you know those, you know those um, American, those maybe like African American uh-huh, declarations stories. of love. When, declarations of love. Yeah. When, say, when I met her, my life changed. Yeah. She swept me off my feet. I, I mean, I m- felt like I could fight the dogs. I felt like I could take over the world. M- maybe but here, maybe it might here. be a little too much for a casual introduction. Yeah, maybe. But, but yeah. You but it would, be nice. I mean, it would be nice. It would be nice. It would be nice once in a while. I mean, but <laughs> that's the idea. I used to always like question. So when people do this thing you just described, now I said, "Nigga, you're capping. Your the story is too much. Like it's too relax. long." But but I, I I now accept that it's true. There are people who have like those magical moments. You know yeah. how they met their partner. Yeah. Like yeah. I mean, magical I, moment my, is my, nice. My current girlfriend. I was at an event and she was like walking in. She was the first person I saw. And the the, and the whole room shut down. And I couldn't remove my eyes. You couldn't off take her. your eyes off of her. You and, saw her from across oh the room. And I was speaking at. <laughs> Run across the room. At that moment, I knew you were the one. Oh, my oh God. I love it. And then, you know, I watched, I watched a, a rom com today. I yeah, cool. I, oh, I love rom coms. Which one? Love, love at first sight. Yes, I think it's Wait, I which one is that? Who's in that? It's, Who's it? It's, it's like a B list. It's like it's, it's full of like upcoming guys. I think only the the lady. Hey, is her name Halo or I can't remember, I can't remember her name. Love but at first but, sight. But it's, it's on Netflix. Oh, I'm gonna find. I love rom coms. It's, it's based on a book. The the it's based on a novel. And the novel is called the statistical probability. The statistical probability of falling in love at first sight. That's oh. Okay. That's the name of the book of the novel. Okay. Yeah. They, they just reduced it to love at first sight. But mm. the movies are amazing. It's oh, about, it is. Look at him talking about rom coms. Like, I don't That's be, so I don't nice. Look at you, you coms. whipped. I don't mean you okay. whipped. I don't even watch. He said, "I'm sprung." And you get me. I like the gentleman when you come to the end of the movie. I'm sprung. I'm sprung. And you get me. You know what I love that song. I love it so much. Carlo, you're the best. But the movie is amazing about like this girl that misses her flight and now she has to book another flight and she has to pay business class and she calls her dad. dad Wait, don't spoil it because I'm going to watch that. But it's amazing. She meets Uh a guy on the plane. She meets a guy. I'm going to watch it. Can you not do it? Can you please not? I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch that. Yeah. It's a great, it's a great movie. It's a great movie. I'll Wonderful. Watch it. I watch it. Guess what? We need to watch it. So I tweet about the movie that I watched it by accident. It's great. It's crazy. Guess who else has watched the movie? Tolani. I saw his tweet. I said, I'm like, are we getting old? Money, we're supposed to be harder. I saw. He's supposed to be in a club. Smoking on that shisha. Gangsta. Nah. Smoking shisha in the corner in the back of the club. So so it's like, so it's like, I I don't know. So when, when, you know, Excel and Tolani be saying stuff like, we're supposed to be hardcore. The the first person that viewed hardcore for me, that I always had this mental image of him being hardcore, is Jay-Z. And these days, he just, not even these days, for a long time, he's just crazy been about his wife. corny, corny as um, shit. He, he did cheat on his wife, so he got to Hey, hey, shit. first of all, uh, he, he did there's no proof. 
That my man ho. There's a whole album about it. Yeah, you know? It's called yeah, Lemonade. Yeah, yeah. A marketing thing. <laughs> marketing, you know it's possible. Yeah, Kanye, it is possible. I promise you that. No, he did he do like an interview with like Letterman or something? Yeah, where he spoke about going to therapy. Yeah. He did that shit. He could be a Hello, but I'd rather I would rather I would stay on the path of life that says that it was a marketing plan. You think so? That's where, that's where I want to be. Enough. They, they calculate That's where I want to be. No, she's I, saying that just for her own sanity. For my sanity. She's, yeah. she's too much. For you, okay. She's too much a Beyonce you fan to be accept that anybody cheated on the, the queen. The Lulu is the Salulu. The Salulu is the Salulu. That's where yeah. I want to be. That's where I want to be. The Lulu is the Salulu for you. be this. <laughs> She's happily the Lulu. I can't oh, believe you. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Jay Z is Jay Z's crazy about Beyonce. It's just like, yeah. yeah. Nigga, please. Uh-huh. I was like greatest rapper of all time. Go chill. So I mean, but but I remember watching a Charlemagne interview, and Charlemagne was like, "I don't know any man, yeah, doing well career wise, yeah, that now ruined his relationship or marriage." Mm-hmm. He had a good woman, ruined it over like cheating, and years later, it's still okay. Okay, I think Tani shared that with Mentally me. Mentally or emotionally, like yeah, yeah, I've seen okay, it. Like, I've seen it. You know, because yeah, I've seen it. So it's mm. like cheating is like I know how much we talk about. Like, so he was talking about the culture of like how much people make it like, oh, you have money now, go do whatever you like. You mm-hmm. know, <laughs> and it's like nah, like especially when you're grown and you have your family. Yeah, like, don't throw away that for just like. 10 minutes or 15 minutes or yeah I saw that video I saw that video of pleasure and it's just 15 minutes though it's like 2 minutes is that your experience is that your experience let's not do that do you my nigga okay cool whatever is this a Lulu is this a Lulu for you do you my nigga for you do you write do you for do you write jingles yeah start writing jingles. I mean we've established this thing yeah. baby yeah I mean yeah. like for you brands are hilarious. Like, do, like special brand oh yeah jingles. brands hit me up which you camera know. do I look into brands hello Nigerian brands called Opus Republic let them it yeah call, hit, hit them up oh it too <laughs> <laughs> who's your favorite artist of all time yeah old Kanye what the Old Kanye. You know the funny thing about this. He, he said, "Wow." You know the funny thing. Who about were you expecting her to mention? Who? Who? <laughs> Why not? That's, that's her manager, by the way. He said he didn't expect <laughs> it's her to Old say Kanye. Kanye. Old Kanye. I'm always very surprised. Okay, let me know. I love the old Kanye. The yeah. Cool old Kanye. Yeah, because honestly, if like, and it sounds like an, an exaggeration, because in my therapist, she was like, "Write down the things that make you you." <laughs> And I'm like, if Can someone you, don't like old Kanye, um, you can't white. like me. The is white. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> but she changed my life, though. She changed my life, though. For that's, real, for real. That's for real, for real. But, but you know, you know, the funny thing is that I, oh, I see a lot of, you know, TikTok videos because I watch a lot of all of these damn therapy videos mm-hmm. where a lot of black women complain about having white therapies that they don't get their reality. How do? Yeah, because you- then they give you like they were like you need to stand up to your parents and tell them that you have boundaries. It's like <laughs> why? What do you mean in my house? Africa house. You want me to tell them what's gonna well, happen to me in that situation? Man. They're like you are whatever age you are. I will not reveal my age under. under. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are an adult. You need to set your boundaries. 
you can't have your family coming to stay where you are. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean, Sharon? <laughs> what do you mean? What you, you want me to tell them? No, you write what I'm supposed to say because I can't. I can't say it. So, so in reference to that, I'm going to come mm-hmm. back to like your therapist and changing your life. I saw mm-hmm. a tweet that was trending on social media. Where someone was talking about what is the hardest thing about living with your African parents. <laughs> and somebody said something. Somebody said the lack of privacy to feel sadness. Yeah. Because why I, are you burning your face? No, why are you sad in their house? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you burning your face? I, know, I have held on to that tweet like this all week because it's like did do, someone say that like, you'll be so sad to see us to make semo. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? And you are now making it your obsessed. What do you mean? Let me let me say something. Wake you up for five a.m. prayers. It's... Good morning. Come on, sing now. <laughs> oh, on, on Sunday morning, like ah. Uh-uh. Why you don't get to church? <laughs> it's like, I don't want to go. Why? I'm going to be sad in peace. You can't just be, you can't push this. You're going to be sad in peace. I promise you that it is so annoying because I don't, I can't relate to the part where they say that, you know, you are so sad, but your Nigerian parents will ask you to make symbol because that's not my reality. Yeah, yeah. Jonas are like, oh nobody's asking me to do shit. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to do nothing. Well, because you are sad, made the house no shop. <laughs> my business, bro. Like, I'm, just, do you. I'm just saying that. Typically, that's not my reality, like cooking and shit, like in the house and stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But the, the lack of privacy to feel sadness. Yeah, lack of privacy, period. Especially when you're sad. It's, it feels like they are trying to help you. Yeah. process your sadness it's like and as a person i don't like to be yeah spoken to. you want to be like left alone leave me in, in that's what my mom like in the morning she's like ah do you want me to make you breakfast and i'm like no are you okay yes <laughs> well, i feel like the flip side really? of the, 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 really? the flip side of this is, is there is the family meeting is it texting someone to say, your, your sister has not come out of her room all day. Oh. <laughs> Do you want to ask her? And that thing, it gets me. So then my, my brother now calls stylishly, like, ah, uh-uh. ah, how are you now? Like, oh, I'm cool. Like, ah. You're not supposed to complain because this is the good side. What you're telling me is even a very balanced yeah, family. Yeah, because at least they check on you. It's a very you. balanced, nice family. They told your brother to call, and your brother is calling. Bro, it's... Come out from that world. Ah. No, don't do her. They will take to come out from no, that room. No, no, no. But it's just like, you, see, you have it good. It's you, have it good. you have it really, really? good. You have it good. It's you have like, it really good. It's always like family missing for your sadness. It's like, <laughs> do you want to uh, do uh, Let's talk about it. Do they call your sister? I'm like, I don't want to talk to anybody. And also because a lot of times, my mom. You don't tell you say it's because you're not praying. No, I'm not. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me tell you the funny thing that happened. So last, I talked to my mom about, like, I had a meeting at work and I was telling my mom about how. Oh, God, I just feel like, uh, uh, okay, cool. And I was like, ah, this happened in my meeting. I'm just having like a very tired day. Like, oh, I was having a very stressful day at work. I just, my mom casually like, uh, like, ah, did you pay your tithe this month? Oh, yes. The devil, the devil has robbed you of your joy. She's like, did you pay? I'm like, mommy. She said, no, you have to. This are the taste. <laughs> and then how many, how long was that lecture? It was like then it was so bad. I, like I had to like end the conversation. She now sent me Jeremiah, 
read this place, Jeremiah 3. And I'm like, this one, I don't want to say nothing. But Nigerian parent, I also get the part of this coming from a place of love. But sometimes I just want to be left alone. Yeah, it be like that sometimes. Uh. I, feel, I feel like the flip side of that is that it's one of the reasons why Africans, Africans are tough. These small things is well, why Africans are tough and Africans go to like Western countries and they be doing the most under the worst conditions as immigrants or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, and be excelling, yeah, and I get they you. excel and they come they, because yeah. they've been yeah. they've been trained to be fucking warriors. Uh. On, that, <laughs> on that, like, and you're a warrior whether you like it or not. It's, it's not an option. It's like, oh, what else? your boyfriend broke up with you. Cool. What else? Come, come sweep the house, like. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What do you mean you want to be yes, in bed? Uh, you want to be in bed? That's a luxury farm. Yeah. What, what, what are we doing? What? what are we doing here? What are you doing? This is not. This is not. What half. do you mean? I actually saw someone that tweeted that and said that she was grieving. Like, okay, she she, she broke up with her boy. Her boyfriend broke up with her or something. And the morning of the day that they broke up, and mom, so they they had to do like morning devotion. And during the devotion, she was crying so badly. And when I thought that it was Holy Spirit that was you know ministering to her, she's like. Girl, I'm just crying for my sadness here. Like, it has nothing to do with you. But Carlo, when you say, like, your therapist changed your life, what do you mean? Well, she did because, first of all, I used to be crazy. Um, I used to be really crazy. <laughs> but I've calmed down. I've changed. Yes. And, I mean, shout out her because if not the album, because I was very, very angry and I didn't know how to express it creatively because a lot of my music prior to that was very positive. Mm. And I really only know how to write. I, I mean, prior to... I really only knew how to write about positive experiences. Yeah. I didn't know how to write about negative things. And if I knew how to write about negative things, it was like more ballady. Oh, like, adele Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, I don't, anybody want to do all that stuff on stage? Like, it's nice. I can write. I'm very good at writing it. But okay. performing it... It was not your vibe. You know, you're just standing there and then you have to... I like close my eyes when I sing those type of songs and it's just like not fun. And I was like, I need to find a way to do violence, but make it fun. Yeah. And make it upbeat and everything. But violence. Yeah, it must be there. I want to... But, but fun. Yeah. So, yeah. So so she helped, shout out she helped Sharon. to navigate that. Yeah. yeah. And then also I bought a book. I bought a book about how to write a song. Yeah. So that helped too. Yeah. And look at you smiling. It's so great. <laughs> Put all my anger and my rage into five tracks. Actually, more than five because, you know, we record a bunch and then we pick. Yeah. Big shout out to Sharon. Shout out Sharon. Her name is not really Sharon, is it? Her her name is Sharon. Um, (laughs) Although she's not my therapist anymore right now because Sharon ended up needing therapy herself. I was like, I think, Sharon, you need a therapist. Um, The the therapist needed therapy? She needed therapy. Because she'd be like, oh, I'm so sorry I'm late. My boyfriend did it. I'm like, it's not like you should be telling your therapist this. Not on my time. <laughs> you were expensive. You know? You oh, talk wow. to your therapist. <laughs> She's like, sorry, you Carlo, know? I'm running late. I'm having a bad day with my boyfriend. Like, don't yeah, tell me that. Don't, don't tell me that. Don't tell, tell me your that. your therapist. Tell yeah, your yeah. therapist. You know? Yeah, it's like it's like maybe like going to meet a pastor, for example, or doing confession. Yeah, and the pastor tell you his but problems. You're supposed to be the rock. My dog, nah, you're dog. supposed to have all the answers. Nah, you don't know what you're doing. I'm down for that, like that's yeah, the, but, but, you go. That's not what we do. You need a pastor. But do, you know, do you know? Do you know how very wild and how very you know, like how very wild that is? 
you having like seeing your therapist as your rock and your your therapist wants to talk to you about something and single say your therapist and I feel like it's a general thing because people always feel like the friend that people can talk to about things they don't know that person's a strong friend the strong friend do you yeah, be needing yeah the strong friend I'm the strong, I'm the strong friend the strong friend, friend the strong really, friend. really yeah. we do be needing the other strong friend yeah. the strong, strong friend, friend got a therapist the strong friend is strong because they have another strong friend yeah it's like yeah wow. yeah wow that's mm-hmm. nice alright Carlo thank you so much for coming yeah. thank you for having me you ended me. up staying longer than you thought you would I did wow Carlo stayed till 11 yeah, did you, did I stayed till 11 about to mad dash out of here did you have what? a good time did you have a good time I did I did it was, it was nice having you you see that's why I talk too much I can't stop but, but it's great I love yeah. it I love it you're, it's unfortunate you're fun to talk to you're fun yeah. to talk to thank you guys please I know I'm fun to talk to go talk check to out pain with my hair pain <laughs> or pleasure is it pain and pleasure or pain or you know I don't know pain pleasure it's like pain Slash pain slash pleasure. Pain slash pleasure. Shout check it out. <laughs> it's out now on all streaming platforms on all DSPs by Carlo. That's K A. I wish I had a physical copy. Hyphen L O. Amazing, amazing body of work. Tell him it's Carlo. Did Carlo. Did it's not Carlo. Him? It's not Kalo. It's not Carlos. It's not Carlos. <laughs> but Carlos is worse. That's yeah. that's, that's unforgivable. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's Carlo. Alright, check it out. And remember. We remain Zero Conditions Podcast. You can send us an email, zeroconditionspod at gmail.com. And you can check us out on social media, Zero Conditions underscore. Until next week, keep killing it out there. You know, be you. Have fun. We love you guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Boom. Wonderful. Bye.